Earlier, dozens of Iranian lawmakers chanted death to America as they met in parliament. Yeah, like I, I just think it's hella layered. And like initially when we first said we was gonna talk about this shit, of course, like the first thing that come to your mind, I, I think the first thing that should come to anybody's mind that's about to talk, that's about to speak on something is like, uh, like niggas. How much you know? Yeah, like niggas, <laughs> especially we live in a time where everybody, I think like Twitter just makes you feel like because you have an opinion that you're an expert. <laughs> like, like, all right, I feel this way about something so I'm gonna say it. And then especially like for us too, we have like a platform as well. So yeah. it's like, we might not know shit, you feel me? But like, we could make it sound nice or yeah, something like, like that. And like, like, people do that, bro. Yeah. Like, it's like narratives and theories. If you could just formulate it the right way, and if say you could, a, a couple of the buzzwords, yeah, like, like imperialism you and can make it decolonizing. Make, you can make it make sense. You know what I'm saying? I've seen somebody say uh, decolonize the military. I'm like like nigga, <laughs> like that's what I mean. And it's like, Bruh. who knows what their intentions were? You yeah. know, like niggas could have actually like, like meant that and not be trying to be like. You know, I'm like, yeah, bro. Cat shit. Yeah, like they could actually meant that, like they think that that's how things work, right? Just because they just been hearing shit, and I had to, like, I think like early on for me, when you start getting into like these political spaces, organized spaces, whatever, you start hearing shit, and you just start assuming what they mean, or you see the context and what people use them, you start saying, okay, so that's what that means, and that's not always the case. Like a lot exactly. of that shit, like it's just not what it means all the time. Are people trying to copy and paste shit that means something here and have the same exact shit right. that means, you know, Iran? Like, I saw someone saying, like, oh, but the black community been at war for hell long. I'm like, yes, <laughs> we've been at war, nigga, but that shit is a lot different than what's going on in the fucking yeah, Middle East, like, nigga. Like, we don't got fucking bombs dropped. We don't have to worry about fucking drones. And yes, of course, the move bombing, and there's been bombings, of course. Don't get me wrong. But, that's but nigga, we don't have fucking F-16s dropping shit. We don't have drones dropping shit. You feel me? Like when like, you start thinking about having a military presence in your neighborhood as opposed to a police presence, that's a whole different thing, bro. And of course, the police is like similar to yeah. the military, but nigga, we talking about tanks every fucking day. Yeah, we I have mean, tanks maybe at a fucking yeah, protest. I'm about to say you've seen it like you know in different different in different times and like you know like Ferguson and shit. Yeah, but like nigga, it's, it's not it's the not, same. It's not the same thing. <laughs> like, and we're not erasing shit. the war yeah. on black people or the struggle it's black people very, have been it's through. It's a very real thing. You feel me? But yeah, it, it's just like shit like that. So I don't know. I, I'm glad that we took our time um, in the way in which we approached this and like niggas yeah. did reading as opposed to like, all right, taking a very. All right, this just happened. Yeah. Pull up, bro. Let's record right now and just talk. You feel me? And at first, all right, we're going to get somebody on here that know what they're doing. That person could make it, or that knows a little bit more about the situation than us. That person can make it. So it's like, all right, nigga, instead of, since they can't make it, now that buys us more time. Yeah. Necessary reading. And there's just a way, like, I don't know. I think, like, naturally with me, I wanted to address everything and, like, but I don't even know if that's the most productive way. I think that, that's a like, journalist and reporter. Yeah, I, think, I think you can just like introduce <laughs> the topic with insight sources. Like I yeah. think, like after this, since it's not fucking, since it's a pod, I think something that I wanted to do is, um, like, on Patreon, we'll just link to everything that we cite. You know, like we'll for every point that we prove, we'll, we'll link some know, citations, some and citations, shit. so that you can go read it for yourself. 
Man, we're going to have an MLA format on this motherfucker. It's, it's gonna 2020, be- man. MLA format, nigga. Turn it in dot com. <laughs> yeah, bro. I, I was just... Because yeah. at first, I had a little bit of anxiety around the shit. I'm like, bro, it's such a fucking layered-ass situation. Yeah, I think what we're going to do is try to make sense of it the best way that we can. You feel me? And it's not necessarily like we have the all, all the answers because we clearly do not. But you, you know feel me? we can be critical of? Who? You know that nigga got that though. Niggas got that. Niggas got that. I'm like, yeah, I might not be an expert hey. going on Iran, but nigga, I know what I got. I know I can critique the fuck out of Y'all, y'all should have seen this nigga's face right now. Oh, God, nigga. I know I can critique the fuck out of America, nigga. Straight up. Let's go. Yeah, nigga. Fuck America, man. Death to America, nigga. Man, I felt that shit. <laughs> Bruh, like that I, shit, I felt that shit. Man, I was like, I can't even understand Arabic. You feel me? But like, you could feel. You feel the power in what the fuck they saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like you just know they saying something. I don't yeah. know. I mean, yeah, it's just like it's a common it's, enemy. Especially seeing the video and shit. Like, yeah. like man. It's a common enemy. And you just reminded like that that fucking imperialism, bro. Like that shit touching everywhere. Everywhere. And, and you, you realize like, damn. Like, like niggas just not alone in this fight. And it, it, it again ties into like global solidarity and all that shit. So... Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to dive into this shit. For sure. But, you know, before we dive into this topic, you feel me? Of course, we, we talk about Iran and um, Trump and, you know, the murder of General Soleimani. I hope I'm saying his name right. Rest in peace. Um, start, you feel me? Black Joy, of course. But, you know, like us on SoundCloud, Spotify, you feel me? Tap in with Spotify, you feel me? We on that thing. Run them plays up, you feel me? Follow us on Spotify. That shit is important too Like having that Organic growth And support Like yeah. we don't have I mean, We've had Some media coverage Shout out to the few folks That have fucked with us But like At a, t- at a time Where we're not You know Having a bunch of sponsors And, and ads and shit Like And know, we got some Radical ass politics too You feel you know, me So it's exactly. like Exactly Like I often think about Some of the shit I be tweeting I'm like oh There goes another chance For somebody to fuck with us <laughs> You know what I'm saying Or like when we just yeah. Especially about this episode Like nigga This, this is gonna be like, Anti-war as fuck Yeah Opportunities niggas gonna lose You know what I'm saying But like, I don't really give a fuck I'm gonna try to keep Yeah I'm trying to Constantly align with our politics You know I mean hello is for the people You feel me And it's like a that's why I say this shit's like a people's platform because we wouldn't have this shit if it wasn't for people. Yeah, you feel me? Because it's like we don't have no we ain't spending money on marketing. We yeah. just, re- you know, relying on niggas supporting our shit and telling, spreading the word. You feel yeah. me? And I so. think also it's just like I think all forms of support from the people are important. Like even if you don't subscribe to our Patreon, just literally liking, our sharing, posts, sharing, fucking posting comment, it on your story, you on something like you know all that saying? shit. It shows, and we have how much grassroots traction we actually have. You know, what yeah. I'm saying? how much. Like seeing all those likes and shares or whatever, that shit just it means something. It's a chance for us to compete with the podcasts that are supported by the state via the politics that they push. Hello. So fuck with us. Apple Podcast, Spotify, Patreon.com slash Hellblack Pie. You feel me? We got a few new patrons and shit too, man. I was looking at this shit, you know, earlier in the day. I'm like, man, yeah. shout out to the new patrons, you know what I'm saying? We gon' We coming with some hard ass content this this month, this year, twenty twenty. So shit. We about to wake it up for sure. Yep. Welcome to Laura, Henry, Tim, Alex, Jonathan, Alex. Welcome back, Alex, Vlad, um, NMA. I don't know how to pronounce that. M. It's NMA. NMA. I don't want to mess it up. Me either. I'm not even. Gonna right. I'm not even gonna try. I hate when people, <laughs> people butcher my yeah, name. Yeah, I ain't gonna try. Let us know. Yeah, maybe next time you. when you like send us a message on Patreon with the um. How you pronounce your name? What do they call it? <laughs> Fuck Photonic or some shit like that Like with it's like so, How do, many syllables it's like You gotta clap the syllables L-E-N-C Like it's like that I forgot Yeah I know what you're saying But if you do that 
We'll 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 get it right. Shout out Astrid, shout out Michael, you feel me? Shout out to y'all for becoming patrons, man. Tapping with our Patreon. Patreon.com slash hellblackpot. If you white, pay up. If you want extended content, tap in, you feel me? Five dollars a month gets you extended episodes, you feel me? Twenty dollars a month, you know, early access to extended episodes. And we got some new tiers coming too, you feel me? We're gonna announce that shit. Y'all gonna fuck with pretty soon, you feel you me? Me? We got some we got some <laughs> real shit cooking up in the kitchen, man. Hey, you feel me? Man, I don't think this nigga have ever been um, I don't know if motivated is the word, or yeah, I think this motivated, this focus, more intentional and with, shit with like the pie ever. Like yeah. yo, I was just thinking about the other day, yesterday. Yesterday, I was thinking, for some reason, it just popped into my head. I'm like, damn, we really had podcast episodes when we was recording in motherfuckers' houses, and the niggas was just walking to the room while we recording. <laughs> I like, with KO came I, in just yeah. like, <laughs> like, like when, when early on when Jake would be engineering for us and yeah. you know there'd be somebody in the background like oh shit like fucking what we said or whatever or you could hear fucking the BART trains going by yeah. just I don't know so like I'm looking at that like it was such raw uncut content and it was just like us just literally trying to have conversations um, and I really just appreciate the folks that stayed down with us through that shit because I think anybody else can be like that that shit could have took away from it, you know, just like yeah. all the different, you know, it, it'll sound different at any given time, depending on the equipment we were using, depending on the space we were at. Anybody that just like stayed down with us through that shit, I appreciate it. And I think now we were able to put out good content when it wasn't as um, focused or consistent or the structure wasn't there. So I know that now, like when me and you really sitting down, busting down, we we planning out all of our episodes, we planning out our month, we sticking the schedules, like we getting more creative with how we can distribute and brand yeah. the podcast. It's going to be saucy, bro. I'm juicy. Yeah. We've learned a lot from the residency program, too. Yeah. And that's helped us really buckle down. I feel like, you know, we just would make it shake and it was working. You feel me? So, so it's like, like, we always going to make yeah. it shake. You feel me? But now it's like we making it shake and we having more intentions and shit behind it and taking more time. Like, niggas having business meetings about our own podcast now. You yeah. feel me? Like, that was that's new for us. You Facts. feel me? We just usually, yeah. all right, bro, you try to record this shit. Yeah. So... We got a lot of good shit coming, so you feel me? If you listening, you feel me? Pay up. Support. Help. You know, if you can, especially if you white, non-black people too, you feel me? It's like support black podcasters, radical podcasters, you feel me? Niggas trying to make this shit shake. You feel me? We in the field. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to patrons. Patreon.com. Hellblackpod. Like, subscribe, Apple, SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever the fuck you listen. Tap in. We starting with Black Joy. Black Joy. Black Joy. Shit, I just got my L's. I was just telling you <laughs> earlier, nigga. I was hell with juice, bro. I've, I've been riding like for a minute too yeah. with no L's. <laughs> I, I had no clue. I just assumed that niggas had them. I mean, yeah. I drive cars on no license, so it's just it is what it is. <laughs> I don't know why. I would. But I mean, a bike though. Like you own a bike. I don't have a car. Yeah. I couldn't imagine owning a car. And like, nigga, could they, they could have impounded your shit, right? If they yeah, could. if I got. And that know. shit costs hella money. Yeah, sure. So you have to pay thousands <laughs> to get it out. <laughs> like. Yeah, so uh, I, I understand you're not doing nothing different that niggas haven't done. Yeah, but I just always assumed you had your shit. Yeah, yeah, you know. But I'm happy that that anxiety. You feel me? Yeah, it's less I, anxiety now. It's you know, sure. you just know how I, I kind of rival yeah. reckless sometimes. Now I'm like, so shit. damn, nigga, like, what does that mean? Look like now riding for you? Like, I don't know. It's like going down. I got my L's. It might even be worse. That's chill. what I was telling. Yeah, you gotta chill. <laughs> so I gotta slow down, man. Yeah. You can shit. always tell when a nigga who didn't have his license has his license because he always, he actually does start driving a little bit more reckless. Yeah, like this nigga Dizzle has his L's now, and I can tell. I'm like, why are you driving like this? At first, I thought it was because he was in L.A. and it's like, nah, <laughs> this nigga got his L's. Are like, you damn near ride safe from when you know got your L's? You feel me? You like, like fear of getting yeah, pulled over, like, bro. I ain't trying to get no pulled over there, bro. As soon as I was driving home too, 
You feel me? I, I hit like 85, 90, and then I seen the police, bro. I slammed on my shit. Slammed on my shit so quick, but you feel me? I saw that motherfucker trying to sneak, so fuck you, CHP. <laughs> Mark ass nigga. <laughs> and so, also, it's been a while since we recorded, so you gotta have more than just the, the motorcycle shit, because we, we recorded before oh, yeah. Christmas. It's been a whole holiday It's break. been a whole Yeah. Shit. <laughs> that's been my joy, actually. I've watched like eight episodes. I've watched every single episode of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. That shit been saucy. Like The Mandalorian or are you talking about the actual movies? All the movies. Yeah. Like, you know, shout out Disney Plus, but at the same time, they kind of problematic. <laughs> but I watched every single Star Wars. So that was like, it was dope to take time, you feel me, and just to be able to chill. Oh, yeah. Like, to be able to watch eight different movies and saw the new one and shit, so yeah. I'm a big ass Star Wars fan. I fuck with Star Wars. Shout out to Yoda, man. That nigga be that nigga be having hell of a game. I'm like, yeah. bro, that nigga be like, you feel me? Like some mentality shit. Yeah. You feel me? I've definitely seen a couple like Yoda quotes. I remember a couple quote Yoda quotes. Um, that nigga be having perspective. Yeah, I would say that's been dope. Not having work has been cool. Just being able to shit move at the speed I want to move at for yeah. the most part. That's been smooth. Yeah. You feel it, me? That's why I appreciate the holiday season too. It's like one of the very few times yeah. in your life where niggas actually have some type of autonomy. Yeah. Like, and you get to slow down and reflect. Yeah, for you sure. You know, so I feel like that reflection has brought, brought me a lot of joy. You know, I'm like, damn. Like, I feel, I don't know, I feel more hopeful than I've ever felt. You feel me? Or I feel like things is rest aligning is you feel me yeah. and i'm like damn is this what rest feels like <laughs> you know what i'm saying they're not having hella stress all the time feels like so just trying to find ways to maintain that shit throughout the year when you feel me is going to work every day and that's shit like that. that's the key right there because it's so easy to forget that yeah or also like of course <clears throat> you feel all this peace <laughs> and relaxation when you're crafting a life that you want to live when you're not forced to do something when you're when you have some type of choice You know what I'm saying There's some type of control Over what's going on But it's like How do you Implement that Into the everyday Hustle and bustle That is capitalism Facts Cause like I think mostly One of the biggest things You've been to Probably a lot of time In your house Like niggas don't even Gotta leave this shit A space that you crafted For you Yeah You know what I'm saying Like this is the energy That you get to create In this motherfucker Now right. when you go back To work next week you got all them other different energies. You know what I'm saying? It's a whole different space. <laughs> a whole, a whole different How space. How do you preserve that shit? That's what I've been trying to do. That's what I've been trying to do is like preserve I, that. I think that's, that I got that's, that the, that's the billion dollar question. <laughs> if niggas is listening, you got the answers. It's, it's boundaries, but it's also like you can have your boundaries up as much as you want. Your shit still can get fucked up. And that's part of capitalism. I yeah. feel like it's like... You can do your best and still like can't control the situation necessarily. Yeah. Facts. You feel me? Yeah. But I think it's it's boundaries and I know for me it's not staying at hella late at work and shit. It's like all right, this is you know because my job is so much more than a job at sometimes, yeah. right? It's like all right, but that also can have a you know a toll. So it's like making that making those boundaries with it. You feel me? I haven't answered no emails. <laughs> like like that start. you know so yeah. it's a start at least for break like taking email off my phone and shit but, oh yeah, yeah my nigga i hope you can hold on to that feeling because i've had it <laughs> i know how important it is yeah. and how good it feels what about you bro last night i've experienced i experienced some black joy i went to uh jameer's game at b high they play mac and niggas won, right? Yeah, that nigga went off. He had thirty six. Bro, it was <laughs> he a problem. <laughs> bro, it was it was wild, and I don't know. Like you know, my family and I come I come from a sports family. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like as as much as I come from like an intellectual family as well. Like 
all my cousins were hella good at sports and my daddy was good at sports so that shit is just in us at, at some point every everybody in my family had a little run like they they go to like high school and they play their sport and they dominate and you know a lot, a lot of my a lot of my my um my cousins and shit have gotten scholarships you know so it's it's, it's a tradition in our family and you know my auntie my auntie was there a lot of my cousins and i don't know you just like it's like nostalgic because i remember like when i would be playing and my older cousins would be in the stands and like me or me or keenan or Noah will make a play and this nigga ryan will jump out the stands onto the field with us yeah. it was just like so like seeing this nigga like make hella threes and me running on the court and like Nigga, the referees and shit telling me to sit down. It's just like you was over here like LeBron. Huh? It's just, but like you just, you just feel so good to see somebody you care about. Somebody who like me and this nigga Jimmy, I didn't train with this nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Me and Dizzle then took him to hoop. Me and him lift weights together. So like I know how much work he put in. And when you always, you know, I think it's like whenever the OG used to tell us, like, "Oh, how old are you?" And you tell him your age, but like, oh, nigga, you gonna be all right. You know what I'm saying? Like when I be looking at him and realizing he, you know, 17, 18 years old, I'm like, fuck, bro, this nigga future is so bright. Yeah, and it just feels so good, and I don't know, I'm a person that like seeing other people succeed like brings me more joy than when I succeed at my own shit. So it was just hella dope to see my little cousin. I'm fucking what nine, eight years older than him. You know what I'm saying? So I remember this nigga when he was a fucking little ass kid, toddler, like, bro, like, who he used to around be, with like, diapers and shit. Yeah, like he was so bad, or like he was just bro, it was wild. Like we used to be wrestling with this little nigga, choke slamming him and shit in my granny backyard to see. 18 the be- the best player on on his team on the best player on the court at any given time yeah. and nigga teams sending the whole defense at this nigga and they they trying to punk him they pushing him all type of shit and he just I think the nigga went off for like 23 in the fourth quarter bro it was tied at 41 and 41 and he just went on a tear and I know he ended he, up winning by like what 10 by something? dub, dub. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Double by dub. it was tied bro so yeah I, I, that, that just brought me so much joy Shout out to my cousin Jameer Thomas I love that nigga I don't even know If he listened to this shit I wouldn't if I was 17 <laughs> Playing basketball <laughs> Whoever listening If you know Jameer You know Show that nigga some love When you see him uh, And then just the holiday break Like you said all the, You know how my family Do it for Christmas Eve Christmas um, We got to spend time We got to spend time With, with Fred Hampton Junior uh, And Ryan And my, my aunties uh, My grandmother And fucking Eat gumbo Drink Hennessy, like, yeah. So the whole holiday break. Shout out Jameer. Shout out my family. That's that's what brought me a lot of joy, and I'm I'm trying to hold on to this shit as I transition back into work. You know, this is my my first full week back, and you know, niggas just trying to maintain, keep a high spirit. Bro, I'm trying to figure out how the fuck do we hold on to this shit <laughs> as we go back to work, man. I don't know. Yesterday. Is it gratitude and shit? Or yeah, just like I, I, think it, I think it's gratitude in, in this perspective. I was having this conversation with a couple people this morning because not Monday I had a stressful ass day, like to the point where I was just so overwhelmed with emotion, like in stress, like it was just a lot of stress. And then yesterday, excuse me, for some reason I don't know, something just clicked in me when I woke up yesterday. And I think it was just from being so stressed out the day before that, like, my mind and body kind of just tapped out. And was yeah. like, nigga, we just got to live for today. And the perspective that I had, like, I was, I did my journal entry in the morning. It was one that was that was rooted in gratitude. And then, like, I was just also, like, going with the flow type shit. And, I, like, whenever I did, then it just sounds like hella cliche or I don't know. But, like, whenever I did drift into the future, I kind of just focused on, like, what I wanted to f- what I wanted to feel, like, my desires as opposed to my fears. Yeah. Um, 
and I just really just tried to stay in the moment. And honestly, like the, the the most um lame in terms where I could put it is I just didn't give a fuck like about anything. I was just existing, bro. I'm like I'm about to go into this meeting. I don't care what happened. Like period. I'm just gonna exist, and that shit just. I think we spend so much time in fear and stress and worry and shame and guilt that you know when you finally do just let go of all that shit you left with this who you are bro and niggas just i don't know i just felt good like i just didn't have all the other shit yeah. on me and i just felt like so good and i think when you kind of feeling good it starts attracting like good shit you know like i think it's just like that's where my mind started drifting into gratitude and what i'm grateful for and shit because i just felt I felt better yeah. because I wasn't living in a state of fucking stress. Being like, like let go and shit too. Yeah. That shit. Literally, I could just say like, I, I really wasn't giving a fuck. I'm just like, bro, I'm about to, I'm about to do me today. And whatever doing me look like at any given moment, that's just what it is. But, you know, hope, you know, check in next, next week. I'm like, I'm over this shit. <laughs> so check in tomorrow when we have another episode. You feel me? But, but for now, you know, yeah. it's, it's feeling good. Yeah. So I hope y'all take something away from that. For sure So now we finna Get back to it And I don't know Maybe y'all Have fast forwarded But for the sake of the Of the pod And for Journalistic integrity We gonna say it again By no means Are niggas experts But We did do some research Yeah And we gonna talk about What we do know With the understanding That we might not touch Everything on this motherfucker but we don't, we don't, niggas gonna leave something, yeah. we gonna leave us knowing something that they didn't know when they came into it. Yeah. And that's the goal of teaching them. The foundation right? of this shit is we, we anti America, nigga. Period. We anti war, nigga. Anti we anti capitalism. We anti imperialism. That's what you feel me? Harp and that's the framework we gonna, <laughs> yeah. we gonna have, you know? Um, I, it's like someone was coming at me like, oh, it's weird to see you tweet support for Iran. Like, that's not, not like a leftist uh, safe haven. And I'm just like, First of all, I'm anti-war. I'm anti-imperialist, and I do not support the United States dropping bombs. Period. I don't care if it's in Iraq, Iran, wherever. Yeah, they have no right to drop bombs. I'm like, bro, why? Why are you coming at me for tweeting support? You feel me? Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, what, it, what did what did they think you were? They're like, oh, it's it's not a safe haven. I'm like, in America is uh, anything I mean? that's not in opposed to America is. If you're not if you're not vocally opposing vocally opposing America, like what do they say if you um fuck what's the word I'm looking for? Like bro, to not take a stance is to take a stance. Yeah. Period. To be silent in this time <laughs> like, is actually siding with imperialism. Yeah. Like you unless know? you're speaking out against it by by not speaking out against it, you align with it. Period, my nigga. That's just how shit works. So yeah. I got to take a vocal stand that yo, I don't fuck with this and I support Iran. Period. Period. That's how because, simple it is. <laughs> that's that's how I feel. But I don't know. People people be wild, bro. Yeah. And for those who don't know, I guess we could just say we're talking about the killing, the I don't know, the assassination. Uh, execution yeah. assassination of uh, General Soleimani. Yeah. Um who's the Kuds Force, you know, revolutionary guy. He's essentially one of the most powerful people in Iran in terms of military and in the Middle East. Especially and around like foreign policy in the Middle East as well. Yeah, he was killed by uh, what by president ordered airstrike. Yep, yeah, drone yeah. strike. Yeah, so I I don't know. Like it's just it's been so much propaganda spread, especially the by the United States, bro. It's like 
the propaganda machine has been working fucking overtime, right? So you see, as soon as he's killed, it's like, you see CNBC, Soleimani is the number one bad guy. You feel me? Most Americans had no idea who the fuck he was before he was killed. You feel me? Iran's deadly puppet puppet master, the shadow commander. Like, come on, my nigga. And we know how propaganda works in the U.S. We've seen it happen with black folks. Period. Yeah. With black folks that are killed by the state. What do they do? They villainize them. Like, off the rip. Right. When black folks are killed by the state, this is the same thing, my nigga. Like, look at it. This is the same exact thing. We got to have that mind state. Whenever an enemy of the state is killed or a victim of the state is killed, look what happens. They make them out to be the bad guy. Like, just approach it with with that mindset. Before you even know the full detail, they hitting you with, 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 with statistics, with, with, with work, with descriptions right. that make you feel like their killing was justified. Exactly. What they do when a black man, when a black person is killed, put up their mugshot. What they do when a little teenager oh, is yeah, killed, weed. put up a, a picture of him and his gold grill with his middle finger up. Like, right. That's what they do. <laughs> they villainize you, my nigga. Yeah. So take that approach with solely money. Copy and paste that same and approach to this. That way, it's he like, all right, his... so we know we're dealing with you. got to approach yeah. it from that way. Period, bro. It's a yeah. must. Yeah, but what's so wild about this is, is like, you feel me? At one point, he was an ally of the U.S., right? Yep. Especially, um, Soleimani is credited for essentially uh, driving ISIS out of Iraq. You feel me? He was uh, essentially like the head of the uh, the PMU, right? Um, which is the Popular Mobilization Units, um, I believe. Yeah, I'm not sure if he was exactly a part, but he was a part of one of the uh, militias yeah. in uh, Iraq that was fighting against fucking ISIS. You feel me? So, yeah. like, the militia was actually, um, basically, it was a part of the Iraqi um, military, like yeah. the the parliament or whatever. They uh, added them into the military. You and feel they me? So it was side like, by side with the U.S. Army. Fought side by side, and it was part of Iraq's military. You feel me? Fighting ISIS, which America brought into fucking Iraq. You feel we'll, me? We'll link to like on. I think we're going to use a clip that we'll edit in uh, yeah, we'll some edit. audio of like a report from CNN like praising Soleimani for helping them drive ISIS out. Praising them. And it will link to, again, on Patreon, we'll link to different stories you can read where it's like, bro, there was at a time where these niggas were allies. In recent weeks, the Iraqi military has made key gains against the forces of the Islamic State of Iraq and Syria. And few military minds have received more credit for those battlefield wins than this man, Iranian General Qasem Soleimani, the leader of Iran's elite special operations Quds Force. When Iraqi troops pushed back Islamic State militants in the key town of Jerf al-Sakr late last month, Iranian state media and Iraqi news websites suggested Soleimani masterminded the victory. As military advisor, Soleimani is also credited with leading Shia militias and Iraqi troops in key wins against Islamic State forces, advancing on villages surrounding the capital, Baghdad. The Islamic State terrorists sought to surround Baghdad, but they failed in reaching their ominous goals thanks to Iran's support, said senior Iranian military official. Right, there's literally a photo of Soleimani next to American troops and shit, you feel me, next... Iraqi troops and shit, and he's literally praised, being praised for fighting out and ridding ISIS. You feel me? That's why he has so much support in the area because of what he has done as a as a military commander. Yeah, he's 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 for sure one of the most loved people out there. Yeah. Period. I'm trying. I need to find that fucking. Um, damn. I'll and just even looking at his, you know, 
the funeral. You feel me? Seeing all the photos from the funeral, seeing millions and millions of people coming out to support, right, their martyr. You I mean, feel me? Somebody be, who defended their homeland. This wouldn't be the first foreign leader that the U.S. has pushed out or killed. Right. Like, we, we do know that. Like and Especially for Iran, you feel me? <laughs> like, there's literally been CIA coups. In 1953, they did it. They, they've already done it once. And we don't got to go back that far. Didn't they just push somebody out of fucking... Is, was it Brazil? Shit. Bolivia? Yeah. Bolivia, they've been trying to do the same shit in Venezuela. You Elected know? officials, they pushing these niggas yeah. out. <laughs> the, the people that, uh, that, the, that, the, that the people elected. Exactly. pushing them out. Come on, my nigga. Like, look at the history... Of the United States, it's easy to tell what's going on right here. Don't don't get caught up in narratives. Like look at, judge them by what they do. Niggas have proven to us time and time again who they are. Exactly. It's really easy to see. Come on, in 1953 they had a coup against the voted Iranian president. Come on, my nigga, pushed him out, and the CIA admitted to the shit. Yeah, it's, it's not a secret. <laughs> so we ain't on some no conspiracy shit. You feel me? This is real shit. That has happened to the people of Iran. You feel me? And it's like the United States has been putting sanctions on Iran for years. You feel me? The U.S. George Bush literally shot down an Iranian passenger jet, and literally said, "I will not ap- apologize for the United States of America and what we do." You feel me? So it's like America passenger. has been the passenger. fucking <laughs> terrorists. Yes, straight terrorism. Never no apology. You feel me? And it's continuing to terrorize the people of Iran. You feel me? And I mean, when when you look at the past, it was when you when you able to look back and read about what happened, you see how how shit led to this moment. Um, like even in two thousand and thirteen, when Trump withdrew the U.S. out of the the um, with the nuclear agreement that Obama Obama got niggas in, yeah, pulled niggas out of it, bro, and said call, calling it decaying and rotten, and he said the deal was an embar- embarrassment to him as a citizen. Come on, my nigga. So we see time, time and time again. You feel me? The way American government imperialism is working. You feel me? And 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 then we take it back from um from like a nuclear standpoint, and you look at the other sanctions that Trump has imposed, right? So in 2018, the first wave of U.S. sanctions against Iran, it played a role in like citizens being able to get medicine, bro. Period. Like cut it off And it was illegal It was illegal at that my nigga So humanitarian shit You feel me Like straight Like this isn't against the military Like this is killing people You feel me And these sanctions They're fucking illegal It says right here This is an article written by the LA Times Although although humanitarian goods Such as medicine and food Are exempt from US US sanctions Severe restrictions On Iran's financial institutions Have forced the outside world To consider doing business with With the Islamic Republic Come on, bro. They literally, sh- like, okay, not only are we going to start a war from you. Oh, shit. Now I'm on some black shit. <laughs> not only are we going to start a war with niggas, we're going to cut you off from the outside world. We're going to cut you off from the outside world. And we see the same thing that's being done to North Korea by the U.S. government. You feel me? And it's like, why can the U.S. government have all these nuclear bombs, but Iran can't? You know why. <laughs> It's what, it's the what, only you feel me. The only country to ever use a nuclear bomb is being able to decide who gets to fucking use nuclear nuclear weapons. I mean, it's how we keep we keep power, right? So, and the way you look at Iran too is like Iran 
does not fuck with America and is like, no, America, you cannot have no fucking bases here. You know what I'm saying? Same shit with, like, North Korea. Like, nah, you're not allowed in our fucking land. You feel me? And that's all it is, is, like, people trying to keep the U.S. out. That's like, leave us a fucking alone is what, that's what's going on. Look what happens when you allow the, the U.S. into your shit. Look what happened, you feel me? Libya. You know what I'm saying? Look what happens, bro. And that's the history of the United States, bro. Invading places. Right. Imposing their will. Imposing their politic. Imposing their economic systems. That's imposing shit that's going to benefit mm-hmm. the U.S., and the U.S. literally has no right to even exist in the first place. You feel me? This is a settler colony on fucking far back. stolen land. The foundation of the United States is illegal. But I think it's so easy to you know that. And then, like, people want to, like, why does the U.S. have military bases in Iraq? That shit is illegal, too. The Iraqi parliament literally just voted to get, expel all troops out of Iraq. All U.S. troops out of Iraq. You feel me? And... They are there illegally occupying Iraq. You feel me? So it's like the same shit of like us, you know, U.S. being on stolen land and then the U.S. is going to other places and setting up new settler colonies to control the land. You feel me? To exploit it. To exploit the people. To exploit the resources. And to have control over this. Niggas just military presence in that shit. Again, imagine. We talked about this earlier. Imagine the military just roaming through through your neighborhood at any given moment. Excuse me. Imposing their will. We see the shit that makes the news. Right. We don't know what's going on behind closed doors. The shit that's not making the media. Like, literally, General Soleimani was killed in Iraq. He's Iranian. <laughs> you feel me? But the U.S. government has free reign. You feel me? Despite Iraq, you know, not giving approval for what happened. You know what I'm saying? The U.S. still has that power to be able to come in, like, recognize that person with facial recognition or whatever, and kill him via a drone strike right by an airport. An international airport. Right, that that is the U.S. government. That is imperialism. That is it's white supremacy. That is wheel, terrorism. Bro. You feel me? And that's the. It's what's been going on since the founding of this country, and it's, it's only expanding and expanding as the military continues to grow. <laughs> that's just what it is. Like niggas are becoming stronger and stronger, and deciding at any given moment they can invade and take what they need. Yeah. Come on, my nigga. What was it? What was it like? Directly after he was killed. The price of some oil surged. Like stock prices and like Lockheed Martin and shit, you feel me? Which is a missile company. So it's like, oh, the war is literally fucking profitable. It's always been profitable. Exactly. It's a a money grab. Come on, my nigga. Like, it's always been profitable. So it's just literally. And you have literally Obama's fucking uh, DHS, you know, I forget what his name is, some white skinned nigga. He's the literally um, on the board of Lockheed Martin. Um, And he was like, oh, yeah, I approve this, this. This missile strike was needed. You feel me? So it's like people always want to say fuck Trump, and it's like nigga, he is flying Obama's drones that Obama made. Bro, the president is gonna do with all what the president's supposed to do. Always. Drop bombs, be a terrorist, and come on, spread imperialism, my nigga. Let's take this shit. Niggas want niggas trying to take this shit to Pangea, where everything is just the U.S. Like bring everything back together. It's gonna be spread out, my nigga. Like this shit is it's wild, bro. You really have to look at the history of this nation when you do that and you're able to approach it from that perspective. Mm-hmm. It all makes sense. It's like, right. oh, this is just what America does. <clears throat> and looking at the I feel like the the relationship between you know, it's like you can't just speak about this in an isolated incident. I think that's what tends to happen with people, especially yeah. on Twitter. It's like, oh, this is like an isolated thing, you feel me? He was a bad person, quote unquote, and can't relate this to systems of oppression you feel me and like how those systems 
of oppression intersect. You know, so it's like people like, oh, why as you as a black person do you care? This isn't you. You know what I'm saying? You you get those type of black people saying that the you know the the ADOS the the ADOS crowd and shit like the super hyper black nationalists like oh this isn't our problem they don't care about us I'm like yeah I mean, like, uh, U.S. imperialism is our problem you feel at me at any given time it don't matter where it's at whether we fighting it here in the black community yeah on 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 this land or abroad nigga and it's like as radicals you feel me is we are against oppression wherever the fuck it is and we can realize nigga. also you feel me the military you can't talk about the military industrial complex without talking about the prison industrial complex. Niggas is fucking locked up in prison being forced to make military gear. Come on. What are we making bombs in fucking prisons f- to be dropped in Iran? In Iraq. where black folks making up you the feel me? In, so- in Somalia. <laughs> you on. feel me? Being forced to make these military goods. And you could you could look this shit up. You feel me? So it's like looking at the connection between the military industrial this complex and prisons. You feel me? Like when we say all of us or none of us, we ain't just talking about all black people. We talking about what are we? All people was affected by oppression. You know what I'm saying? It's like... I think I tweeted out like people love the Black Panther Party, but forget <laughs> they were fucking anti-imperialist. Like you know what I'm saying? People was- love King and forget that nigga was anti-war. Like Huey Newton literally sent troops or offered the Viet Cong troops in Vietnam to fight against U.S. imperialism. You know what I'm saying? But niggas, revolution don't mean just a black revolution, bro. It's we a global, global revolution. <laughs> Come on, it's a global revolution, my nigga. So this is a this is a black issue. Period. Their enemy is our enemy. Their enemy is our enemy. It's that simple, my nigga. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really that simple. And I think, again, it's so easy to... What I notice is just like a lot of folks aligned, align with the U.S. more than they think they do. And this is an example of it. Nigga, I started seeing people saying we and us and our protection in America. Like, oh my bruh, nigga, what, nigga? It's, I was like literally... Baffled, like folks that claim to have a revolutionary radical politics, like you know, they like this is what revolution and radicalism <laughs> looks like, right? It looks like taking a stand <laughs> against U.S. imperialism and not just t- and not just typing it out. Like I think that when niggas think about revolution, they forget what that shit. It looks like blood shit. Well, I think revolution has been so co-opted. <laughs> you feel me? Niggas think revolution is sitting at the same table as white people. <laughs> oh no, my nigga, it means fighting back against them. <laughs> nigga, that shit means blood shit, bro. Ain't no revolution without blood, bro. Ain't no revolution without you feel me. I'm, I so we I sent you that clip. I'm like, nigga, I feel like I'm watching a black a black revolutionary speak. Like this is how I would feel. Like if yeah. I watched Huey Asada, etc. Fred, if I watch these niggas speak, that's how I feel when I get done. Like when I'm looking at who he talk about, I, I feel that same. I feel that same threat by the yeah. state. I feel it. Like this shit is happening across the world, and I feel it in my like. This is how I feel every day, right? In the U.S. And you got to think like Iran has said. You know, death to America doesn't mean <laughs> death to American people. It means death to its rulers. You feel it's me? I mean, that's the same saying. exact shit that we saying. It's like <laughs> oh nigga, goodness. fuck white supremacy, fuck the rulers, fuck this ruling class, nigga. That's the same shit we saying. It's the same shit that they are saying. You feel me? And you got to think about like you know even when um like. Iran took hostages at a, a U.S. embassy. They let the niggas go. They like they know they let black people go and they let women go. They're like you, know, you experience oppression from America. Y'all can go. Yeah. Our quarrel isn't with you. You know what I'm saying? I think that shows like, exactly what you feel me. Allies, if this shit really pop off, like that's what I'm trying to get. Nigga. Like, who do you think is gonna be our allies, nigga? Because our because you see how how quote unquote white allies showed up they, they doing think, this, protect the troops. They think black cops are gonna show up for us and be <laughs> protect the troops. You see how you're like, I, I looked at my white 
I looked at what people who considered themselves like white, white allies, and I seen the way they spoke about the war. Protect the troops. Pray Nigga, for the our troops, troops are the ones Nigga. opposing the wheel of America. With the, protect them. <laughs> them motherfuckers going over voluntarily to another fucking country and you praying for them to come home safe, nigga. Tell them to fucking stay their ass at home, nigga. That Camaro is not worth it. Bruh, this nigga's. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> come on, dog. Hey, I mean, of course, mm, I think there's another conversation to be had around like the military praying, praying on poor black folks, but that's not an excuse. To go and fight for this white supremacist. Yeah, it, and that excuse is used every time too. It's, it's like, like bro, right, it's not not no, not excuse. Like, nigga, not all y'all was preyed on, bro. That's that's first and foremost. And some of y'all did have opportunities <laughs> to, to, to other was things. Like, all right, nigga, how they pray on four generations? Nigga, it's a has a Camaro even been around for four generations? Shit. It was like, all right, now, ain't no way in hell they prayed on four generations of y'all. I'm like, fuck. And, it, and it's so different than, you feel me, like, niggas was actually drafted at one point and forced to yeah. fight. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was, it was a, it like was, that Vietnam, you feel me? it was me, a totally like, different time to where, like, you kind of thought that, like, Niggas thought they could buy into it and maybe yeah. experience some freedom back home, but they came yeah. home and were called and niggas. Was, and, then, and then you understand that like what it actually means to be American is not something that you should want to fight for and preserve anyway yeah. right like I think nigga yeah like during Vietnam like that's a whole different time I don't know like where niggas still kind of still bought into the theme of it, the, the idea of inclusion but like and the niggas was forced yeah, anyways too it's, it's like. whole, like, you can't keep using the excuse that niggas used a hundred years ago like it's just like nah, we, we can't do that you know what I'm saying like this is not the same thing so yeah it's just it's wild to see people saying like us and we or protect the troops it's like damn niggas politics go out the window when it's actually time for when, it, when there's actual threat to to u.s imperialism and it, it's on it's really on some white shit to be honest because it's it's this thought that okay we're at war and you see all these quote-unquote you know world war threes on twitter and all that shit right mm-hmm. it's this thought that Iran is going to do the same thing that the United States has done to Iran. You feel me? It's the same shit like where a lot of white people be like, oh, they're they're so afraid of black people because they think black people are going to do the same exact shit to white people that they did to us. And I think that's the root of it. And they're falling victim to this propaganda. You feel me? Like Iran being this like terrorist country or you feel me? Like, so it's like, yeah, it's it's that fear mongering and placing that on, um, Iran, you feel me? When it, that's not the case, nigga. Like Iran isn't dropping bombs in America, nigga. Iran isn't fucking drone strike in America. You feel me? Iran doesn't have fucking hundreds of military bases. You feel me? Throughout the fucking world, you feel me, nigga? Ain't no Iranian ever called me a nigga. It's, it's clear who the it's clear who the enemy is, man. And it's just yeah, it, it sucks to see. Like it really, it just showed people's hand, like how they really feel when. There's a threat to this shit. When is there, and it's not even a threat, my nigga. Because these niggas defending themselves, like that's all they do. It's like they, it's not like they brought the shit to us, bruh. No, I shouldn't say us. I'm sorry. They shouldn't. They didn't. They didn't. Not like they brought the shit to the U.S. <laughs> we and us over here. You using? Yeah, the, I, don't, I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my brain is trying to compute U.S. and us, but yeah, it's not like they. It's not like they brought. It's not like they brought the fight to the U.S. Right. No, it's not that niggas is just asking niggas to leave the same way you ask motherfuckers to get about your shit. Like, what like, are you doing here? Nigga, imagine if Iran had hella military bases amongst the bo- on the border in Canada or in Mexico. You feel me? Like yes. nigga, that like that's what the U.S. has done to Iran. You feel me? What are we military bases surrounding it? You know what I'm saying? And 
literally Iran striking back. You feel me? That's people say, oh, that's that's not that's not violence. That's self defense. You feel me? What are we trying to preserve and protect your people? Bruh. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, what are we an airstrike? Is a response to the violence the United States has, you know, conducted on Iran. You feel me? For years, man, it's decades. Just, just literally like 50 minutes ago, it says President Trump says the U.S. will impose new economic sanctions on Iran. Like we just talked about how the sanctions that he imposed last time led to deaths of hundreds of civilians via taking away like their medical supplies. It wasn't enough medicine for motherfuckers via as a result of sanctions that Trump imposed. Now they're doing economic sanctions as a res- as quote unquote punishment. Like it's people that this like literally just the citizens of Iran, people of Iran are about to suffer because of this shit. Right. Suffer in in addition to a war going on in their own backyard, my nigga. All because of what? Imperialism. Niggas just want them out of their out of their space. Out of their country. Just go. But nah. Come on. We know America don't work that way. It don't. Yeah. Period point blank. Nigga, we <laughs> anti war, bro. That shit is and that's part of the black radical tradition. Anti imperialism. Anti war. You feel me? Understanding the way the US Empire is fucking working. Like how do you claim to say fuck I'll, you can't claim to say fuck white supremacy, fuck America and then at the time of war not speak out yeah, against I, what white supremacy I guess and imperialism is doing? There's just different definitions that they have like all right people think white supremacy yeah. like in boom 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 but it's not fuck it in in its entirety but it's like niggas want to be a part of this shit and that's what it shows is like niggas want to just have acceptance and i think that's that fucking right all this fucking shit around inclusion you feel me the way words are co-opted and shit it's like the meanings of words have taken have gone you feel me so it's like now niggas want to be included right people want diversity they want to be at the table. You feel me? They ain't trying to abolish the racist table. They want to sit at that racist table. You feel me? And I think that's a lot of it is niggas want their crumbs from capitalism. Niggas want their crumbs of Americanness. You feel me? They still want to go to that Fourth of July parade. Over here. Niggas is comfortable for real. While victims abroad, not even abroad, this niggas in our, like, again, but why are we surprised when niggas is turning a blind eye to what's happening here with black folks? Well, brown folks. Why? Why? Like, why are we surprised that niggas is responding to imperialism abroad the same way that they respond to it, or in the same way they respond to it in their own backyard? I'm, I'm actually not that surprised. Like, it makes sense. And now it's even easier when it's a motherfucker who don't look like you. You know what I'm saying? Are you not accustomed to seeing in that the, the state has already marked as an enemy? And it's like understanding how these wars. People need to understand how this war affects black people at home. Nigga, what was the one of the first things uh, the New York governor, he announced like increased NYPD patrols, increased uh, security, put more fucking police because of a threat of a, of a quote unquote terrorist attack by Iran. You feel me? So you put more fucking cops that you say fuck the police out into the streets. Nigga, they gonna be harassing your black ass too. Said the same thing in LA. If you see something weird, say something. Say something, nigga. Who do you think they gonna think? You feel me? Kabul. <laughs> so like, literally, this is how it's gonna affect you too. And it shouldn't have to affect you for you to fucking care. You know? It should be a simple one. You saying fuck white supremacy when you saying fuck the US, you gotta embody that shit fully. You gotta mean the fucking. If you saying fuck them crackers, nigga, it's it's all the crackerish ways, nigga. I'm saying fucking here and abroad. 
Period. Man, I, I can say like one of the most frustrating things was like seeing people engage in, in all the in all the jokes. That was the shit that that had me fucked up. And I think my nigga and like there was somebody who made the excuse of um This, this is, is how, how we cope. This is how black people cope. We didn't been through so much. And on Y'all niggas wasn't making jokes about Ferguson and Mike Brown, nigga. I didn't see one fucking joke, nigga. Come on, my nigga. That's is that how we cope? Or is that making fun of someone? Is that making fun of a victim that isn't us? Like how was like that's such a lazy take. That's how we cope. That's not how we cope, mm-hmm. my nigga. Just say, just say you don't care about other people. <laughs> just say, Listen, bro. Just say you're not fucking with solidarity. Just that's all you gotta say. Is uh, this ain't a black? Bro. Ignorantly say this ain't a black problem because we just proved that it is. But if like if that's what you if that's your take on it, it's not a black problem. Then you, then you should say that. But don't say this how I cope, my nigga. Because on the flip side, if Iranians is over there fucking making, making jokes, memes about Mike Brown and saying this is how he cooked, y'all niggas would be like, what? What? Niggas would be super offended. Come on. If niggas was making jokes about black folk, black unarmed folks being shot in the back by the police, being choked to death by the police. I don't see y'all making no jokes about the move bombing or Black Wall Street being bombed. Come on, my nigga. That shit, that shit was so distasteful. She had me hot. And then there's motherfuckers that like claim to have a certain politic. Niggas talking about they left this engaging in that kind of bullshit behavior. Like so solidarity go out the window when it's time to make get to, joke to get some jokes up. <laughs> come on, my nigga. Yeah, y'all niggas like, sound like fucking Dave Chappelle. Come on, it, bro. Wasn't y'all just critiquing him for like making jokes? About violent situations? About, about real life violence? What they always say, somebody's joking your joke is somebody's reality. That shit is trash, my nigga. And it's not no holier than thou shit. That shit is just that simple. Like, you do not have to engage in that shit. And as opposed to just saying, I fucked up, I'm sorry, niggas gonna take the lazy way out. This is, we can't get jokes off. Black people always gotta be strong. Black people done been through so much. There's a war on us, too. (laughs) Oh my God, nigga. That shit is lazy, (laughs) dog. That shit is lazy and disrespectful. Facts. Lazy and disrespectful. Yeah. Uh I, I seen some shit where it was a nigga said something like, "Yeah, how we rolled through in the tank after we didn't like kill Tella uh, children." I'm like, "Bro, what? Like you even saying this right now? <laughs> what, nigga? It was niggas doing hand. It was like niggas like doing handshakes and shit. Like after we just after we just shot a bunch of niggas. I'm like, bro, come on, it's not. Yeah. Been- there was some like anti-war jokes and shit too, but still." I mean, it's not a it's, laughing It's not matter. a laughing matter, and yeah. it's not a joke. It can be anti-war without joking about I think about, like, war. me as someone who actually has experienced hella violence as a result of the state. It's like, nigga, I don't play like that. Like, that shit hurt. That's, I don't think that's funny at all. Yeah. Like, I've had niggas killed as a result of violence, gang violence in Oakland. I've had motherfuckers, I know motherfuckers killed as a result of, of the police. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, I don't think that, like, death jokes are funny at all. No matter what the situation is, like if you actually are talking about a, a, a point from ex, from experience, yeah, like nah, that's that shit not funny, not not one bit. And the thing is, I feel like you know it's probably gonna be somebody that listen and say like, oh, I need to be so serious all the time, nigga. This shit is life or death. Shouldn't it be serious? People are being displaced. People's homes is being bombed. That's niggas. Like niggas really do. Daniel do be kids is being killed. Like, <laughs> this shit is real. People like, being assaulted. 
Yeah, I just don't think any of this shit is funny. I don't think it should be nah. taken lightly. I think it's very serious, and I think that you know niggas need to do what they need to do to get educated. I know we didn't, you know, again we're not experts. We don't know everything, but like do this research, bro. Be informed. Don't be walking around this motherfucking misinformed. Like that's that's what I when I seen a lot of this shit that was happening. I'm like, damn, people really walking around misinformed. It's just that propaganda, nigga. But niggas think they're doing something, you know, and that, and that's that's the issue. And then I feel like. Another thing that's come out of this situation is just showing how war is such a fucking bipartisan effort. You feel me? Like, all these Democrats, the only reason why Democrats and these Democrat presidential candidates was mad is because Trump didn't ask them. You feel me? So, like, all these responses are like, oh, Soleimani was the number one terrorist. Uh, you know, he inflicted harm. It took so many American lives and yada, yada, yada. But, you know, Trump should have asked us. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. But but these are the that was these it was, are the, wasn't the problem who, that he was that he was killed. It was nah, the problem that they weren't. That they there was weren't no quote unquote decorum. You happened. didn't consult us, and you didn't. Yeah. So it's like these these is the motherfuckers we are supposed to vote for. Niggas is praising fucking Julian Castro the day before for he just dropped out of the race or whatever, right? And praising him as being some fucking progressive champion and shit. And then this nigga is saying some shit like, "Oh, Solomon is such a terrible person and shit," but Trump should have asked. I'm just telling y'all right now. Bernie's over here like, oh, we need our troops home. We need to save our troops. We don't need another costly war. Like, nigga, if what? You really, if you're really anti-white supremacy, anti-U.S. imperialism, you don't think the U.S. troops should, you don't think the troops should exist. That's what I think. <laughs> like, you don't, you don't think the troops should exist. And people are going to say, oh, who, who will protect us from, nigga. But, but China and Russia, they're going to take us over. Nigga, you believe it. You say you don't believe America, nigga. You believe in their fucking white supremacist ass lies, nigga. Imperialist ass lies, bro. It ain't China and Russia with military bases in over how many countries? It's the U.S., nigga. It's not China and Russia, nigga. We're the problem. Fuck. Stab me in my chest. Like so weird. <laughs> oh my god. Delancey uh, got his old navy uh, flag shirt. You ever have that old old navy uh, July Fourth like American flag if shirt? I you know, do, my mom nigga. bought it for me. Yeah, I'm mom, better. Bro, exactly. <laughs> My mom would always get us this old navy Fourth of July. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just want people to realize this is how they do revolutionaries, and re- like this is really what happens. This is the like if you really a revolutionary, and you fighting back against the state. This what's gonna happen to you. We always talk about like yeah. We, uh, I don't know. We talk about like how a lot of the black revolutionaries were killed by the state, and then it's hard for us to recognize when it's happening to folks to revolutionaries abroad, like. It's the same system. It's the same process of eliminating revolutionaries. Overthrowing those systems, you feel me? It's like, why is America throwing so many coups? You feel me? It's like, it's, why are all the countries socialist? <laughs> right? Literally, America is taking out global leaders who are fighting for, you know, the safety of their land and fighting against U.S. imperialism. You feel me? Fighting against, you know, capitalism. Shit like that, you know. So it's it's important to recognize and not be so pro black and <laughs> quote unquote that you don't understand the oppressions of other people and only focus on one. You know what I'm saying? It's like we gotta understand how how this oppression shit is shaping around globally. So Yeah, and I don't I don't know, I think I just my hope is that you don't you never blindly follow what America tells you. Like, don't ever just blindly follow it. Like, look at what 
look at its history, and then do your research. Bro, it's like even yesterday after Iran struck those um, bases where America's, American soldiers were at, the U.S. was saying that they killed Iraqis. The Iraqi like, government was like, nah, nigga, none of us got killed. That's what I'm saying. It's, now it's like, it's, it's that narrative of like, all right, nigga, see, they, te- they, they terrorizing motherfuckers. Like, no. It's like, like, and look, at they're spreading false information. This is not the first time they've done that. Yeah. This is what America does. They spread false information. Fuck. When you look at it that way, it's super easy when you judge people by what they do as opposed to what they say. It's like, oh, shit. These niggas is crooks. Yeah. Period. It's crooks. And that's how you should address it. And that's how you should navigate these spaces, understanding that America always has and always will go above and beyond to oppose its will. Facts. Come on. I hope y'all learned something. Yeah. I, I learned some shit. And it's it's important to know that, like, nigga, if you don't know shit, it's okay not to know shit too. You feel me? It's like research some shit. You know what I'm saying? We like, we had to do research. Stuff, we had to do research about this to develop this episode. You feel me? Because we're not experts on this shit. You know, so shit. We we's trying. You feel me? We trying to educate and also learn ourselves. Um, so that's episode 61 of Hella Black. First episode of 2020, man. Apple Podcast. You feel me? Tap in. Spotify, tap in, follow us, five star review, all that shit. SoundCloud, you feel me? Wherever you listen to your podcast, nigga, we we is most likely there. Um, but we on SoundCloud and Spotify, Apple Podcasts for sure. Tap in with those. If you want extended content, if you want to listen to this next part of the episode, patreon.com slash hellblackpie. We're going to dive into this extended content. So tap in, support us, you feel me? We're trying to get to 200 patrons by the end of the month, you feel me? We need 12 more patrons. We have 188. So Twelve more patrons to get us to two hundred. You feel me? We gon' we gonna have some we gonna have some powerful guests on Hell Black this month too. So fuck with us.